And the issue of this court decision, and we just have 10 seconds, going to the U.N. Security Council if violated. Yes. So under the rules of the International Court of Justice, states must oblige, they must, they're obliged to uphold the rules of the ICJ, the decisions. But if they do not, they can go to the U.N. Security Council. And so I suspect that we will be seeing this at the Security Council. The real question is whether the United States is going to use that veto or abstain. We want to thank you all for being with us today. Diana Butu, Palestinian human rights attorney, former advisor to the negotiating team of the Palestine Liberation Organization. In 2004, she was part of the legal team that won a case before the International Court of Justice, which ruled Israel's separation wall in the West Bank is illegal under international law. Speaking to us from Haifa, Israel, Raz Siegel, Israeli historian and professor of Holocaust and Genocide Studies at Stockton University, and Mahmoud Mamdani, professor of government at Columbia University. That does it for our show. I'm Amy Goodman. Thanks for joining us. You are listening to KBOO Portland. KBOO Community Radio is a proud media sponsor of an Oregon story, saving our beaches, farmland, and more. Screening from January 17th through January 31st across multiple venues in Portland and beyond. This film documents the history of Oregon's efforts to protect its coastline and save its farmland from urban sprawl. The documentary features archival footage and interviews with the individuals who helped create Oregon's land use planning program and defended it for the past 50 years. Again, that's a documentary film screening of an Oregon story, saving our beaches, farmland, and more. From January 17th through January 31st, across multiple venues in Portland and beyond. More information can be found at kboo.fm on the right side of the homepage under Community Events. Hey, Michael here. I'm with the Tin Can Phone Podcast a radio show where you can hear about the influence incarceration has straight from the source. We tell you the story from the inside out. So make sure to check us out on KBOO Community Radio every first Tuesday at 10 a.m. Good morning. You are listening to The Gap here on KBOO Portland, the most listened to radio show on KBOO at 8, 8 a.m. on Fridays when we're on. My name is Tammy and with me is Althea. Hello and good morning. We I love hear you loud and clear. It's the loudest I've ever heard myself. Oh, oh This oh. is what I sound like. You have a beautiful voice. We don't talk about it enough. We just, well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll hear about it. Uh, here we are back uh, in person, yeah, had yeah. to couldn't slip and slide. Uh, was it last week? The week last before? week we did a yeah, little pre-recording action. Um, couldn't get out of the house, um, so we could try. We could have slipped here, but yeah. You know, mm. could, uh, as for getting back home, that would have that been an added challenge. But I'm glad to be back. Feels you know, return to 
you know snow's melted away snow's ice melted is away. iced away getting to do the back to the routine talking mm-hmm. to the people live we love to do that um should i tell what what kind of show we like to do you you could tease it go ahead all right sure well uh on the gap we like to do a two-parter type of program uh so we will start with either a news roundup or an interview today we have a news roundup for you uh and at the bottom of the hour we will transition into our community question where you can become a caller or message us on the website about our community question and we'll have a little dialogue a little conversation and then you know we'll go on with our days richer for it i hope oh yes indeed Indeed. Um, how was your we always like to do little bits in the morning about what it was like getting up here (laughs) getting up here was okay i think i was like zoned out to be honest Mm. like too too routine there was something i was gonna tell you tell the people Mm. um a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about our New Year's resolutions, and my New Year's resolution was to get a DVD player, and I'm happy to report Phil came through and gave me... Look, 26 com- days into the I New Year. Already, <laughs> Combination. Already. DVD, VHS player. I hooked it up. I don't have a DVD yet, so I'm just sort of... I've seen the loading screen with sort of these... Is it the bouncing one? It doesn't bounce. Oh. It is older than that, so it is just sort of like a drawing of like DVDs sort of fading into the background, mm. but I'm really excited. I think getting a DVD is going to be even better. Um, so thank you to Phil for thank you for the Phil. Hookup. Yes, making uh, making dreams happen. I mean, it's really going to free up the rest of my year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, DVDs are really cheap, and yeah. uh, the DVD screens are always fun to like fall asleep to and wake up to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it goes into your subconscious. Fond it's Inception. DVD. Have you heard of it? Yeah, it's it's a lost art. The DVD menu. You know, mm. people used to put some pizzazz into those. That was a job. Yeah, just. <laughs> Look, think about what they've taken from us. They, speaking of people taking things from us. Okay. Boom. Um, We're doing the news now to be. <laughs> let's not. Don't change so abruptly that we scare anybody. <laughs> Have you seen the movie? No, I, I kid. Um, well, I guess in what is it like, season four of America, the country. Um, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're we're going to transition to the news. Um, National, starting Nas- national, yeah, starting with the national yeah. and then kind of pinning down to what's happening locally. Man, you know the f- the funny thing about doing radio shows like you read the news, mm-hmm. and a big part of me is just like, man, we're we're really struggling right now. And mm-hmm. then another part of me is just like, sweet, that's well, now <laughs> I know what we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, but whatever is happening down there in the south, oh, that was pretty good. So Tammy's you. working on her southern accent. I am working on it. Uh, the Southern Gentleman, it acts. That was it, okay. It comes was, in and out. Yeah, I yeah, can yeah. only say, I do declare. That's good. <laughs> I got to do it with the finger. She's declaring it all right. Uh, the Southern, uh, uh, well, earlier this week, the U.S. Supreme Court sided with the Biden administration with a lawsuit uh, about what is happening in Texas. And they have, I think it's called the Lone Star Operation. Mm. So the... <laughs> It just it really just gets it it, it gets unhinged the uh, as the week evolved or devolved. Okay. Um the so earlier this week they sided with Biden telling that uh saying that the uh Texas National Guard installing 30 miles of razor wire on the US Mexico border at Eagle Pass is um is well they actually didn't necessarily say that they had to take it down but they did in a 5 to 4 ruling say that um the feds um had to remove the barbed wire, or excuse me, not remove the barbed wire, but they, sorry, that yes, to remove the barbed wire, and then they, uh, Texas 
governor instructed Texas National Guard to put up more barbed wire. So technically it didn't go against the U.S. Supreme Court ruling since it didn't necessarily mention anything about uh, whether or not they can put up more barbed wire. So it's really, this is, this whole story. And they just, love those kind of technicalities of the Supreme Court. It's just reminding me how a lot of Republicans don't argue in good faith. And this is like mm. it, reminding me that and exactly why they get this rep of being difficult to work with. So um, they started, so Texas National Guard uh, was putting up more barbed wire. And then on Wednesday, um, the governor of the Texas governor <laughs> yeah. uh, penned a letter basically saying that the uh, Biden administration failed to fulfill its duties under the Constitution and that uh, Greg Abbott is due declaring that this is an invasion under, what is it, Article 10, Clause 3, Something. trying to invoke, oh, this is, oh, actually, this is a quote, Article 10, uh, Section, sorry, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3's, uh, invoking Texas's constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. So now we're looking at possible physical in-person confrontation between the feds and uh, U.S. border. Yeah, the Texas National Guard, which is not not great. Um, And as this situation is continuing to develop, uh, as of yesterday, there are 25 Republican governors, the governors who signed uh, a letter of solidarity with Texas governor. Abbott. Um, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really, really bad. And the fact that so many things from where do you start? This is so not in good faith. Right. When the Constitution was written, they weren't talking about an inv- They were talking about the Brits. Like it yeah. was very clear. The British are coming. Get your, get your, get your guns. Get your, get your, your rifle. Your, set aside fifteen minutes to load it. it. it, it what, you, what do you call bay, bayonet? No, what do they have? Bayonet. Bayonets. Sure, they yeah, they had some of those. Musket. Muskets. Muskets. They're, 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 they're American made. I guess. <laughs> They got get your muskets ready. The British are coming because we, because you know, of, because of the revolution and uh, the only other. This is just so sorry. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. This is in good, bad faith because this is not what you know. If you want to talk about what the constitution, this is not what it had in mind. No, no, and it no. did not have in mind people looking for asylum because of the impacts of globalization and or just looking for opportunities in America. In this sense, if they were saying there is a armed militia or something god forbid coming from the southern border i get that that's it with an actual intention to like do harm organized in in a way that they are i understand but this is so not in good faith the way that it's and the fact that there's 25 governors that co-signed on this yeah that's really disturbing because they see this as an invasion people coming here because seeking for asylum or just for a better life i mean you you know yeah using that kind of rhetoric is not good gnarly and i mean Obviously, it's xenophobic, but we should call Obviously, it out yes. every time. One hundred and ten percent. That this stuff comes up, and it just the it's it makes it seem as though. And then another thing, it, in order to gain p- political points, because this is not just what this the, the border isn't like a standalone. Mm. This has this is exactly why the Republicans aren't passing the national budget this is exactly why we don't have a spe- we don't have a budget is because they are sorry we, we have a budget they're not the spending bills aren't going through right because they're like we want more money for the border so they're holding you know government public funding and government sp- special programs hostage for the border to get more funding or you know to 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 i guess refortify it in some way or, or another 
And they're not only are they holding people people who need it the most hostage, you know, like people yeah. uh, who are on SNAP or WIC or veteran, you know, oh, a right, bunch of different bill, yeah. with a bunch of different impact, uh, a bunch of different programs that get impacted for social services. But then they're also literally pinning Americans against Americans if they're, you know, the uh, Texas um, Border Patrol versus, uh, sorry, the National Guard versus the U.S. Border Patrol. Mm-hmm. So you're n- n- the biggest impact is on Americans who are already in the worst positions and this is it's and then 25 governors are co-signing on this like that's embarrassing for you you know what i yeah. mean this is well just to, to be trying to score political points and you know even with the argument that they're trying to make it's like this is uh sorry to break it to you this is federalism <laughs> like <laughs> the national border is something that the federal government is in charge of and like like you're kind of saying instead of coming up with a plan, coming to agreement, bipartisan working to figure out a solution, um, to even speak nothing of, like, that it's a humanitarian crisis sure, and we yeah. need to, like, take action urgently. Having a plan period that passes with people supporting it and then putting the plan into action, it's theoretical. I don't want to, like, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> don't want to tell tales out of school, but uh, hypothetically that could happen. Well, and instead, every Republican governor wants to... They want to have some kind of standoff Mm -hmm. against Biden about the border. And, I mean, I I did see uh, some funny takes about how this is going to, like, gin people up to join the National Guard, thinking that they're going to go, like, fight some more in Texas. Because these Republican governors committed their National Guard to whatever Texas is doing. And then that really a lot of being a reserve person is, like, you know handing out tickets at the county fair mm. and stuff like that or, or like you know helping people with meals and a natural disaster mm. which is like things that they should be doing sure. but it's not you know like gearing up to go and then but just the rhetoric and thinking that this is i mean you you mentioned some of the times in the past that uh to me earlier that that states have tried to take well it all because so, it's a war <laughs> it, but this you said it yeah and it's it's just so it brings up so many things, you know, when you look at an historical context that mm-hmm. are so that Americans are still like dealing with, you know, brings up Have a lot not, of yeah. past, you know, history and traumas and and affiliate and connotations affiliate that are that people are still healing from that. And, and it's just really it's not a good look for for Texas. It's not a good look for Republicans. And then, you know, you're talking about by when, you know, God forbid people work bipartisan. <laughs> When they do, they get ousted from like the speaker right. position, right. you know. Yeah, totally. So, I just don't. And it's an election. Mm, it no, just it's, no. I mean, I think that that's mm. you were about to say it's an election year. Yeah, it's that's, an election year. I don't know if all twenty-five of these governors are up for re-election, but this is like scoring political points. This is you're mm-hmm. going to get headlines in your home state mm-hmm. about what the governor just signed off on. Mind you, it's not like. I don't think it had a lot of tooth to it. I mean, maybe they'll send. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. With this it. is there's no way. This isn't gonna. I'm not a lawyer or anything, but there's this. This makes no. I don't. This makes no sense. I understand how this could make sense if you were a person that doesn't want to make sense. Does that? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, you want you, you like, want to throw up roadblocks. Yeah. If you purposefully want to misinterpret this and and be act in bad faith, I get a hundred percent how you'd get from yeah. point A to point B. Yeah. That's the only way you get it. You know. Right. But yeah, I, I just yeah, recentering on, can we act? Is it possible to act in good faith? Just putting it out there. Don't want to freak anybody out. 
Is this an argument that you would normally make if it weren't politically expedient for you to do so? I was going to say... Having values. Do you you think that if it wasn't an... Well, you think if it wasn't an election year, it wouldn't be... I mean, maybe they'd still do it. I mean, they were putting... They were kidnapping people and putting them on planes and sending them to Martha's Vineyard. Right, yeah. And that, I guess maybe that was 2022, so midterm election (laughs) year. But, I mean, it's always an election year. I I guess we can't excuse it all on that. Uh, well, that's that's what's happening. I'm I'm positive that more things are going to develop today if they haven't already. Yeah. Um, but as of yesterday, that's where we stand, which is in a pretty bad spot. And um, wow, this is yeah. this is really really sad. That again, just to think that and and people say you know invade. These are people that you're talking about. They say, well, yeah. it's only it's only men and their their body able body. I'm seeing pe- there's it's not That's just not men. Um, That's not do, true. The the videos that you want me to see to get mad at these people are they're not all you know men able bodied men of if whatever of like military age, you know like the 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 rhetoric that people try Ooh. to throw out. It's just I not, do, and then you said it again, and it, <laughs> it made me feel bad. It's not a. Um, it's just not true. It's, yeah. It's very, it's, I have eyes, thank God they work, and they are telling me that you are lying to me, and this is a, a bad faith argument. Um, although I do hope that, that, you know, the administration realizes how far people are willing, that, you know, governors are willing to take this and actually step up in some way. Like, yeah. it's not like people aren't dying in the Rio Grande, you know, and yeah. trying to come here. So, yeah. you know, so you got to do something, Biden, you know, I, I think. Non-action is not an option. Boom. Uh, speaking of non-action. Do you, uh, should we lighten up or we're, we're good or what do you think? Uh, I think we can pop over to, to get some of the local stuff. Okay, we're going into the local. Folks, I don't know if you heard about this. The city of Portland is suing OPB <laughs> and one of their journalists to block a public records request. Also not a good look. What is what going to democracy? Is what is happening? On? Okay. Here's the story. Um, basically, this week, Portland City Council voted unanimously to file a lawsuit against a local journalist and a news outlet to try to block releasing public re- publicly releasing information about which businesses were required to pay into the Portland Clean Energy Fund. Mm. Mind you, that's like a 1% tax on super big businesses uh, in the state, including online retailers. It's been a huge boon for the city. It's like some of the only progressive tax policy that we really have cooking. It's saving the entire city government's budget at this moment. Over mi- it, it projected millions over what it actually oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, And it's a 1% for business for for businesses that if correct me if I'm wrong over a billion dollars in national sales so not just local sales uh yeah I'm not I I, I can't double check you on that okay. uh exactly but it, it is like the biggest retailers and then you know the city says that they pay an average of three hundred seventy thousand dollars into this tax fund and that's what's basically saving the Portland Bureau of Transportation from leaving, from turning off all the stoplights, right? You, that's that's, that's a, the position we're in. You love those guys. I, I the don't. Bike lanes, I, I the bike lanes. Well, the bike lanes. I'm just recognizing that we have to have them. We can't, we can't negotiate with not having roads. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think we had to have that conversation. Anyway, so uh, the basically this journalist goes to try to get public records of, hey, which businesses are paying into this and how much are they paying into it? And um, the, you know, the public records or whatever, they deny it. They say, no, you can't have those. They appeal to the Multnomah County District Attorney. DA Mike Schmidt rules in their favor, says, yeah, they can have those records. And now the city is suing (laughs) 
uh, suing local media over this because so their argument is basically that releasing those records violates like confidentiality laws around taxes and stuff like that. But uh, the argument from uh, I mean, it, but it, obviously it's a pretty big transparency issue. Mm-hmm. And the argument from the DA and from OPB is that, you know, uh, Oregon, like, Oregon law supersedes this Mm -hmm. city sort of, like, provision that there is, like, a public interest in this information and yada, yada, yada. But now the city is suing to block the release of that information. They voted unanimously to do it. Quite curious, if you ask me. Uh, When I texted you about this, what did you say? (laughs) Is it something's fishy? You said something's fishy. You said I think I said something smells terrible, and then you said Portland's becoming a shell corporation. Oh yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's it, it, that's what I'm seeing. This is so so bizarre, and it's such. It is. It was attacked when it when it was attacked because we talked about this a little while ago mm-hmm. too. When people did attack the clean energy fund. Um, Rubio had to go back and, you know, do the Rubio reforms is what I'm calling it. Ooh, it that's nice, right? It's, it's a, uh, call yeah. her up. That sounds great. <laughs> and and it worked. I think it was twice or something. And it worked. I thought they're on the second round of funding. And again, mili- exceeded in millions amounts of what they thought that it would bring in. Yeah. Um, and then... A couple of weeks ago, also, uh, Renee Gonzalez was sniffing around it, you know, talking about, hey, why is only... You know, <laughs> he was a little bitter that <laughs> she had so much good. money in the bank <laughs> from the fund. Uh, but, now, not, but not really analyzing why a tax of that type would, would bring in... I mean, at, at the time, they were saying, well, this is going to make big businesses want to leave. This yeah. is no good. This is... what The, the biggest thing is, this is going to end up impacting consumers. Um, I'm rolling my eyes, but you can't hear that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we need to make up a sound effect that's like eye rolling. Yeah, that's good. Um, it's going to impact consumer and bottom line. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like the regular talking points. And people gave it a shot and it needed to be reformed a little bit. And mm-hmm. it did. And boom, there it is. And now they're being fishy about it. Why? Yeah. And I get, I you know, I understand, you know, the transparency. You know, you don't, I, I understand that, but... Also, if the you know if the law supersedes it, and it's it's again these state rights, the city rights. I don't know what is federalism, happening. Federalism, man. Federalism is running. <laughs> federalism is running. Honestly, it's it's almost like this whole country was based on federalism. Oh, it makes me sick. <laughs> I bet you there are some federalist people. I bet you they wrote some manifesto, some papers yeah, or something. F- Fifty or something of them. Anyway, the Carmen the 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 Rubio reforms would. Rubio reforms. Uh, <laughs> um, but okay, so what do you think is going on here? I so so right. We have to ask, we're asking questions right now. We're making conjectures about why why does the city have an interest in blocking this kind of a thing? What is in it for city or perhaps more accurately, city officials? Because DA Mike Schmidt mm-hmm. says, "Hey, we can release those records. We just need to do it in such a way where you can't associate an individual business mm-hmm. with the dollar amount that they paid." fine that still tells you that's still that is still information yeah. right um but at the same time they don't so the, so they don't want to do that why why who who might have an interest in not having these records be public i would say that perhaps the businesses themselves don't uh don't want their their stuff to be public do um, they have an alliance or something they do mm. it, it, at one time people were calling it the portland business alliance and i think that you know the <laughs> word on the street is they're called the metro chamber now don't portland they have metro. a chamber or something <laughs> presumably they're in a room i don't know 
that's I've heard that's what chamber means. Anyway, um, and and so okay, so they don't want their records disclosed. They're saying it's oh, it's trade secrets. Like trade secrets, it's just how much you paid in taxes. But why why might you not want people to know how much you paid in taxes? Did you Prob- pay the right amount? Uh, how much money did you make? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, didn't uh, yeah, and I was. Speaking of taxes and thinking, oh, it was a uh, uh, por- people for Portland. That's who. Oh yeah, sorry, no, not I forgot. Their sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry, My sorry, bad. people for Portland people. I, there's so many people not paying their taxes. People in I Tiger feel like I am. I am and a that, significant that gives, gives Tiger a bad name. Kid, what? <laughs> you know the people for Portland guy who lives in Tiger. He doesn't pay his taxes. Sure, sure. I'm just sorry to the city of Tiger. Was it Tiger? Yeah, he lives oh. in Tiger. Mm, mm. The the people of Tiger are not. They they. <laughs> You're off the hook for yeah, this sorry, one. Yeah, sorry, we we don't mean to in, invoke you here. Um, but yeah, like what what, and why is the city getting involved? And also, we're talking about enormous, enormous retailers, many of which are already publicly traded. Mm-hmm. So already mm-hmm. would have public their their books to some extent have to be public. They have to report their earnings. Why don't they want to say how much they're paying into the clean energy fund, or if they're paying into it? They must be paying into it because there's a because there's we so have much so money, much, right? So it's not even so some, and that's the so who are we hiding the, the info from? Are exactly. they hiding from the clean energy fund that they actually owe more than that? Are they hiding from how many profit how much profits they've made over the pandemic? Are they hiding from the IRS and they want the Portland taxpayer to pay the bill mm, to mm, have a lawsuit mm, to protect mm, them mm, from the IRS? Mm, mm, Fight your own mm, legal battles. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. The other thing, I, I mean, look, we, I, I think there is a, there's obviously d- a debate to be had because there is conflict between city law and state law, state public records law, city, um, you know, privacy protections or what have you. But, you know, it's also, it's an election year. It's would, election. would the DA be mm-hmm. sticking his neck out in the situation Let's that he's forget. in, oh. you know, if, if there wasn't some validity to this? And here's the other thing about it. Now, because of this lawsuit, you've got every journalist <laughs> on, on in the Pacific Northwest wondering, what the heck are you trying to hide? It's it's fishy. It's fishy. And they voted unanimously. And, that, and that's, when does that happen? Remember, we were saying there was always going to be the one. Um, and th- that's why Rubio is get... reformed into voting for things that will protect me. Listen, what do they say? Uh, uh, you either die a reformist or live long enough to see yourself become a federalist. Oh. Or, I, I haven't heard that. That's me. Not, but I've, I've been dreaming Welcome, it, world. Certainly. <laughs> there, and that's, and it's working. So and it's I, working so well. You know, it is the one thing. I'm almost, and this is again kind stringing of stringing this one horse town together. Go the, ahead. <laughs> these bike lanes and horses. <laughs> they're horse lanes. Horse lanes. If, if we, <laughs> if we don't take care of the roads, we have to go back to horses. Those horses are an escrow. They're not. They're 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 tied up right now. They're, well, they're, How much they're like paying the... in taxes is an escrow. Again, for folks new to the program, Tammy and I like to use liberal use of the word escrow. <laughs> and it doesn't, it's not, it's, it's legal meaning. Anyway, this is, that's just you having permission to have fun with us about if, the word escrow. <laughs> if, uh, the thing that worries me is kind of like, again, with like the, with the Supreme, you know, what about if, for example, because of all this tomfoolery, um, they like take away this tax, right? Yeah. Like, what about if this whole thing is like, it, you know, and it—that's not good. That's like the one. It's it's, We're, and it yeah. works, and it works. But they're being sketchy about it, and then and then you know, and then Schmidt out of nowhere talking yeah. about, oh no, yeah, this good is guy totally. Mike Schmidt. Where's the, and this is, 
It's a Schmidt show. It is we a Schmidt. We need to listen I, to him. You see, they put up another one on on six or oh, did they? I, <laughs> on birds. I think I did. I think see they that did it for us, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so these we, we should go take a photo after the show. <laughs> um, very confusing. Yeah. And also, this you know, you were saying who like who is this actually hiding this? Uh, what are they hiding and who f- actually from? You know, if these are um, and yeah, it is a one percent tax for companies making over a billion dollars nationally. Billion. Okay, yeah. If they're Let's say if other cities are, you know, are trying to... Maybe that's to why Walmart and Target were so quick to get out of town. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. That, that, that I'm, a just, second I'm just breathe. saying. I'm just, I, I don't know that that's true. There it, is, maybe that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, when the, would they say, the, the snake soil, per, you know, man sells you, he leaves town. That's how, right, you know, right. it's a scam, you know. Um, but if this, so again, it's a, it's a 1% tax for... Uh, over a billion dollars in national sales. So what about if other cities are also looking at, they're like, oh, this worked in oh, Portland, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the laboratories of democracy, and then they try to do it there. Or if something gets revealed, because if they're doing sales nationally, yeah. um, maybe there is some tomfoolery happening in some other states where they're not also paying their right. full tax if they have or their full share if there's something going on. But even if they're not, since this fund made so much, maybe we can keep it whatever they're paying now. Yeah, maybe it's, wor- hey, it's working. It's really wor- well. Let's say they're doing not not a full percent. Good. You know what? Yeah. It's, it's this is my, Tammy's reforms. <laughs> Boom. It's working. I mean, yeah. We're, we got you know you got to give a little to get a little. Right. We're doing it's all it's all this. It's well, all dancing. I, she's <laughs> it's gesturing dance. for the folks at home. We're shaking hands. I'm the Portland Business Alliance. You be the city council. No, we got to do a little back. See, there it is. Now it's more fun. <laughs> and then we do some things and then elude the public. And then, and then. but why are you suing journalists? That's yeah, sue, sue a journalist. Everybody loves it when you do that. Uh, this isn't. We're going so far just to go so back. Just to do mm. nothing. And. You know, just for people who may not have paid attention to that issue in the past, Portland is like really bad about transparency, mm. like, like fantastically <laughs> terrible at it. Actually, like, uh, yeah. Anyway, you heard of magic? Well, yeah. Anyway, a uh, couple more mentions before sure, yeah. we move on to the to the Midway song. Um, Portland City Commissioner Dan Ryan is running for City Council in District Two. Um, I'm just glad he's not running for mayor because. <laughs> And and that's not even like a commentary about like how terrible like, you know we got we got an interesting field going. I, I it's not that Dan Ryan's out of the question, but uh you know just in terms of the jockeying for position sure. on city council for the next like year, eight months or whatever. Uh, I'm I'm appreciating that Dan Ryan is you know gonna shoot for something where I was surprised. I, yeah. when I, I, I saw I wrote it and I um Dan Ryan is running and I assumed it's, it'll say mayor uh, and I was really surprised. It didn't. A room full of mayors. <laughs> mayors or mayor wannabes. Can Everybody here fancies themselves a mayor. Being in a, in that room. Yeah. In that chamber. Oy. Well, I, it's been it's been uh, contentious. Anyway. And uh, I just I want um, he yeah he was the um, just not forget that in 2020 he was uh, assigned oversight over the joint offices for homeless services and development services and then they, housing bureau. They took it away from all of took all of it. Away. Yeah, but you know, in twenty when when things were pretty bad, l- let us not forget who was in charge of that certainly, um, certainly. and who wants to. Um, he's be he's in one of the unanimous government. votes. So 
Factor that in as well. De facto. De facto. <laughs> they all can get that. Yeah. It's, it's a split, <laughs> uh, even split. Go uh, ahead. Other mentions, the Portland gas tax renewal, they did vote this week to send that to the May ballot. That's 10 cents a gallon um, for gases and gas in mm. the city of Portland. Not gas is, I think, just the singular one. Um, and that would fund PBOT for the next four years. Not you love to the that. Lo- well, it's just so... We just have to have roads and stoplights. I just really... I mean, you've seen how terrible people drive out here. Imagine they have less to go on of what they're supposed to do. And now with the pot, have you seen what's going on with the roads because of the ice and the oh, caves? Oh, Wow. God. I think every pothole, I think of you and Pivot and the bike lanes and the protesters. <laughs> every pothole. Why are you thinking of me with the bike lanes and the protesters? Because you're all t- you're all together fighting the good fight. Okay. Well, you know? that's, ni- that's nice of you. I just... Uh, do you share common values... <laughs> Which is, we need roads that work. We do need roads that work. Every time I see um, a, <laughs> every time because everything is like not working, yeah. you know, past uh, because of the thaw and everything, and all those street signs are falling. Oh yeah, I yeah, try yeah. to lean on hanging a, in the road. <laughs> I try to lean on a street sign to tie my shoe, and I almost <laughs> Did it knocked it over on a car. <laughs> and I had, it was a maneuver. That's um, that's pretty funny. And I thought of you, but yes, go ahead. Some more uh, um, mentions. Yes. Uh, putting it on everybody's radar the state short legislative session starts on february 5th um so ugh, there's a they have a lot to cram in hopefully everybody remembers to show up to work um i would say like put it in your your calendar if you use gcal you know the phone in your to the, to the yeah i'm just saying i think they should write it down um <laughs> uh earlier this week a reform to measure 110 was announced by democrats republicans have their own plans um, but that is something that will be hotly debated coming next month. Um, also, the right to repair law, they are taking another swing at. I really um, like the, the, I would actually would love to hear them talking about it, like the pros and Oh, well, I, st- I, I got a story that I did that I could send oh, to you. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah, basically, especially, for, specifically for like electronics and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that you don't, you know, I think everybody's aware and sort of maybe complacent to the idea that your phone gets worse <laughs> the older that it is and it just stops working and you, if it certain fixes, you can only go to a certain person and mm-hmm. they can gouge you and you can't fix it yourself. The geniuses. So they're geniuses, yeah. Uh, so geniuses that came up with that system. Um, but this, this would basically undo that and allow independent repair shops and individuals to repair their electronics themselves. Um, also, just that and, co- and other, like farm de- uh, farm equipment, farm and stuff, equipment. Which yeah, is, yeah, yeah. I could see that being like huge. a huge pain to have to, you yeah. know, not being able to do it yourself. You know, right, right, or having to you know send out for specific parts mm-hmm. and they, you know, these uh, these tech companies they're shifty. They they've come up with certain parts that now they can lock with a certain software. That like you can't touch it. Otherwise, if you touch it with the wrong thing, then that means that you're not you're not the right person to be doing it, and then the whole thing breaks. Anyway, wow, that like a self destruct thing. It's not necessarily self destruct, but it will like break like, because like, they can't call it that. Well, sure. <laughs> well, I don't think self destruct. I think implies that it will like explode, <laughs> and that's like really. I just want to be clear that that's not happening. That's not what I'm trying. Unless to Unless they're on an airplane, because you know, how many times have those phone like galaxies and stuff like exploded that was the early 2010s (laughs) who remembers remember with that phone that everybody got and they put it in their back pocket and it sat on it and then it bent people forget about these things um back to the legislative session uh tina kotek's main priority is more money for housing so that's also going to be something that's getting talked about next month um and then also wanted to put on everybody's radar that an Oregon homelessness lawsuit is headed to the Supreme Court. Grants pass v. Johnson. Um, probably getting a decision about that in June. It's a, uh, it's an interesting one. Um, k- 
kind of seems open and shut, mm. but I'm curious about, uh, you know, why the Supreme Court picked it up. It's it's about whether or not, I mean, it's related to the Ninth Court Circuit Court ruling that, of course, governs this part of the country about how you, if you don't have alternative shelter to offer somebody who is, you know, doing survival activities outside, sitting, lying, keeping warm, um, you can't, like, sweep them off of public property. In Grants Pass specifically, the question is about whether or not you can criminally or civilly punish someone for mm. doing those activities. Jeez. okay. And, uh, you know, the case law is is pretty representative of, like, you can't punish someone for having a condition that they cannot, like, control. Yeah. And so previously that was about people who were, who were like, substance, had a substance use disorder. Mm-hmm. Not even that, could they be punished for, you know, having drugs, whatever. It's criminalized, it's not criminalized. They could do that. But can you punish someone for the simple fact of being addicted to drugs? Mm. And the answer is no. You can't help you, mm. you. That's like not a condition that one can help, um, and so they're going to kind of decide if uh, being unhoused falls into that, and uh, whether or not the state can heap punishments on you um, because of that. So we'll see where they land. Uh, I think on, they'll on do. I think they'll do the right thing. I think they'll be the casual outliers, but I think that overall they'll. they'll I mean, do it the would right be thing. overruling a lot of case law mm. if they didn't do that. Mm-hmm. It would be. I mean, pretty bad. It would be bad. So, but I mean, they might also be picking it up in order to like make it the for the entire the country, line, yeah. like clarify that part of it. Yeah, they, it kind of seems like get it down in writing. Get it down in writing. That was just last year, but um, and it, oh, but for this year, wait for it. You know, wait for it. We'll wait for patience. it. We shall remember to remember uh, that we'll be paying attention to that later. Are we ready for a little midway music break? Sure and thing. We'll come back. Yep, yep. Uh, musical break, and we'll be back in a this couple is the of minutes. Gap. We'll see you in a sec. In a wooden boat in the shipping lanes With the freighters towering over me I can hear the jets flying overhead Making lines across the darkening sky And when the sun is going Take a taxi into town And the waiter at the restaurant Sets a table just for one Wheels keep on spinning round Spinning round, spinning round Wheels keep on spinning round Spinning round and round Okay So I had a plane to take so far away from you Eventually we began to see That we could be completely free And I could get away from you And you could get away from me And we could live each separately In our cities in the sun Wheels keep on spinning round Spinning round, spinning round Wheels keep on spinning round And we are back here on The Gap on KBOO Portland. I'm Tammy, and with me is Althea. Hello, hello. Hello. 
Would you like to introduce the oh, yeah. comedian question like, <laughs> of the day? <laughs> You're giving me a look that says, explain this. Uh, I'm, I'm completely out of breath, so that's, well, I was just going <laughs> to pant while you do that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. What a perfect trade. Well, we are in the community question segment of the program, and today our community question is about the idea of inheritance. Um, so we want to know what are some things, and it doesn't have to be like actually material objects, but things or traits or habits that you inherited from older people in your life, or what are some objects or traits or habits that you're setting up now for younger people in your life to inherit from you. We would love to hear what you have to say. The phone number to call is 503-231-8187. 503-231-8187. We'd love to hear what you think about inheritance. You can also message us on the website, kbu.fm, on the bottom right hand side there is a little button that says chat with us you can reach us that way you can also re- reach us online email thegapradio at gmail.com message us on instagram at thegapradio now i'm out of breath i got the phone number if you want it <laughs> yeah say what I'm gonna say and you can again. call in at 503-231-8187 again 503-231-8187 Ooh. i like doing the numbers like that put a little sauce on that <laughs> one um yeah inheritance things, this is good th- things that you have inherited Psh. thoughts on that <laughs> what thoughts don't i have on that right oh man um <laughs> she's letting the steam out she's gonna I mean, have something <laughs> I just think of my mom. I inherited so many things. Yeah. For better or worse. Yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah. was, you, you've seen Twilight? Yeah. You know that weird storyline about how that werewolf embedded imprinted, imprinted on, the on the baby? That's, sure. Where are we going with this? That's what I feel my mom. Imp- well, I guess she's my mom. So that, that storyline makes sense. Yeah, technically you imprinted on her. No, she imprinted on me. I guess both are true. I, You know? Mutual. Um, <laughs> everything from my all my anxieties to like a lot of my mannerisms. Mm-hmm. Um, I also my grandma a lot of a lot of stuff mm-hmm. I inherited from her like uh, like uh, making the bed like having like you know just like making the bed and mm-hmm. like but having more than one you know that unnecessary piece of cloth that you have uh, it's like a sheet. Like the top sheet? The bottom sheet. It's like... The one that is tucked in? Yes. Okay. For no reason. You no don't... reason. I like those. Okay. I have those. I use those. Sure. It makes me feel like a little something makes me think of my grandma. Mm-hmm. Side dishes. I love having like little dishes to mm. put little tri- trinket dishes. Love a good trinket um, dish. Planting, uh, gardening. Yeah. That's... My grandma taught me how to garden, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, man. So, I, and I always think of like whenever, you know, I always think of her when I, you know, I see a tomato and stuff. I'm just like, oh... She would, she would have appreciated this tomato. Yeah, you know? yeah. Or even just like inheriting the things that they think about, I think. Is yes, for sure. And that's, <clears throat> yeah. And whew, mm. that's that's something that, that gets to live on. I love that. How about that. you? Um, well, I want to say folks want to call in. We're talking about inheritance, things, traits, habits that you inherited from people in your life or things that you are setting up for other people to inherit um, from you. Let us know. 503-231-8187. Sounds like we have Casey on the phone. Hi, Casey. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What do you, what do you, um, we're good. We're good. good. Thank you. What do you think about this, this inheritance idea? Inheritance idea. I think it's cool. I think that the older generation always has a, a lot to offer mm-hmm. yeah what are some things that you think of that, that you inherited inherited well uh i inherited a whistle from my grandmother oh 
Yeah, and I just wanted to share that whistle on the radio with you guys this morning. Oh, sure. Well, let her rip. I know, right? Uh, that song that was being played uh, before you guys started talking, was that a cake song? What song was that? It was a cake song. Yes, yes, it was. All right. Wheels keep on spinning around. All right, so here we go, right? Wow. Oh my god! Beautiful. <laughs> she used to pop around the house and just like do the grandma stuff, and she would just be whistling all day. I love that. I oh love goodness. that. <laughs> That's terrific. You, you do the thing. I love waking up and listening to my morning morning radio stations. I've been listening to Kalu for a long time. <laughs> We're glad that you're listening now. Here you are. And you're whistling on it. Oh, my god! Whistling. The star is born. Something too smart. Your date. Yeah, thank you. Well, thank you for calling, Casey. Yeah, you guys have a good weekend. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> Man, that was a good whistle. The the whistle? Oh, my gosh. Let, I love, I, like the, I the, love whistling. Yeah. That is the first person I heard whistling that I said, oh, this is a formidable. Yeah, yeah. This right here. No, Tammy and I exchanged What's a look it? of, like, well, we're being transported somewhere. Yeah, the, I was transfixed Ooh, wow mm. man i love that oh that was really good that was really good uh we have another caller on the air tawasi can you hear me hey tawasi can you hear us okay we might. oh there oh, you are. are all right hey arthur yeah a-r-t-h-u-r oh it's arthur hey, okay arthur, arthur, yeah. Yeah. tawasi we might have lost you so call back please uh but arthur tell uh -huh. us about inheritance uh, yeah, I inherited my drinking problem. Oh, oh. I know that's right. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I also inherited fifteen thousand oh. dollars. And I and I and I found out alcoholics are bad financial people. Well, mm. they just can't do their finances very well. Anyway, I'll hang up. And let you uh, ladies comment on that. Well, thank you for I. You know, I hope that there's other things that have been inherited as well. That, but. You know, self awareness for so, sure. So there you go. I'm loving that. <laughs> I, I, see, unlike City Hall, we will give you transparency yeah. on the show. <laughs> mm. Tell you what it's all about, man. Um, goodness, okay. but that, it makes me think. You know, the physical because you know you have like traits and stuff that yeah. you inherit. Um, but you know, and you have the you know what do they say the like the trauma that's intergenerational. Yeah, drinking. Um, yeah. And and you know we can always be the first ones in our family to what is it, break the cycle. Break the and cycle. It's, and it's hard, but I just think of how you know you break the cycle, and maybe you could even heal your own your own family. Like yeah, oh, that's that's big. That's huge. Uh, we got another caller on the line. Can you hear us? Is that me? I think I so. Think so. There how you, you doing? doing? Oh, this is Annalisa. Good morning. Oh, hey, Annalisa. That whistle. And I, I cannot do it right now because I had to laugh so hard when that beautiful whistle came. But my mother's family had a whistle oh. uh, that, that, that I still use. Uh, uh, her brothers, who were soldiers uh, during World War II, um, met each other by accident. They didn't know from each other that they were there in somewhere in Russia. Mm. I forget where it was. And one saw the other and and blew that family whistle and and from there uh, the whole family always has used that whistle. But that is one inheritance from my grandmother. But 
gardening, like like one of you mentioned, gardening came from my grandmother, mm-hmm. and 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 uh, uh, things like that, uh, and also from my own mother, I learned how to save money or mm. uh, to save money by not spending it. Mm-hmm. And, and every time I see an ad for, oh, 40% off, you save 40%. And then I hear my mother saying, but if you don't spend it, then you save 100%. <laughs> so things, things like that, and it has worked for me my whole life. <laughs> now I'm going to be thinking of that. That's great. Well, anyway, many more things uh, that I have inherited both from my uh grandmother and my mother so have a very good day thank you for the program yeah thank you for calling a lot of a lot of whistling talk Mm. i love the you know i'll tell you what real quick yeah my mom told me she superstitions she says don't whistle in the house it brings thieves oh so now i whistle every chance that i get when i visit her i whistle because i'm so used to it now (laughs) you know champion she says what are you doing i said Mother, I'm an adult now, but I can't whistle in our house because no, it's I'd her house and her rules. No, we got go. more callers. Um, who's up next? Caller, can you hear us? You are on the air. Hello? Hi. Hey, it's Tawasi. Oh, hey, hey Tawasi. How are you? I'm doing all right. I really appreciate this topic. It's it's so important for people to understand what it means to have something passed down to you. Mm. Um. You know, there's there's a lot of wealth here in Portland that's referred to as legacy wealth. And um, generally, when we think about legacy wealth, it's it's that kind of money that's like, you know, the Westinghouses or the or the or the uh, you know the Rockefellers. Well, <clears throat> you know, for me, I just got my inheritance, right? Because my dad died, mm-hmm. and um, it's. I just got a uh, a leather vest. Mm. That's what I got. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, indigenous people, we were deprived of our legacy wealth recently. So you know, people like Ted Wheeler, he gets this vast, massive timber legacy that he inherited that is just allowed him to spend 150000 out of pocket like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some of the inheritance that I would like to receive from my dad, I can't because um, there are a lot of laws involved with inheritance. Mm-hmm. And, um, my dad was Native American, so he was allowed to own things as a Native American that I can't own. I have to go and tell the tribe who I am and then they tell the federal government who I am and then they all get together and figure out if I am who I really am and then if I am then I can own Native American things but um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about like inheritance in the context of land theft because a bunch of these colonizers, like the people who in, who inherited the chamber from the Downtown Business Alliance, um, they never have to wonder or worry about inheritance. And a bunch of my indigenous relatives, like, they can't even get their inheritance because the federal government took away their recognition as even being Native American. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, if you're a Chinook person 
from this valley and your grandmother dies and she passes you an eagle feather, you cannot own that eagle feather because only Native Americans who are federally recognized can inherit eagle feathers. But if the federal government says your tribe doesn't exist, then you can't even receive your inheritance. Mm. So, Jeez. Mm. Yeah, a little, little bit of a downer, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's important also, again, I come back to this, legacy wealth, the inheritance that's given to Ted Wheeler, that's blood money. Mm-hmm. The people of this area were massacred, the land was stolen, money was made, and that money is what allows Ted Wheeler to enjoy his vast privilege. And, you know, he's a public figure, so I feel okay calling him out personally. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of people in this city and in this country that the only reason they have any inheritance is because huge swaths of land were stolen and desecrated. Mm-hmm. And it's it's still happening. It's still still happening now. Like they just tried to take Bears Ears. Mm-hmm. Or, or they're, they're trying to take Oak Flat in Arizona and put a copper mine there. Oh, yeah, I heard about that's, that one. Yeah, that's where the Apache people have their coming-of-age ceremony, mm. where they inherit their medicine from their grandparents. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it, inheritance is something we kind of take for granted, but it's not actually granted to everyone. It's, you know, it, sometimes you have to fight for your inheritance, even. Right. Well, thank you for calling and, and adding that dimension for us. We really oh, yeah. appreciate it. And I don't think yeah. it's a downer. If anything, it makes you know makes you realize how lucky and it's a privilege to be able to yeah you know get your inheritance from even if it's just things and you know something like a like a leather jacket. Yeah, yeah. You know that I'm gonna I'm gonna get my inheritance, but I have to get my dad added to my birth certificate. Mm. So I have to go and and hang mm. out at the court and like tell them mm. all this stuff. And uh, have my my relatives swear and do DNA tests and just you know and uh, I, I I always feel like white people don't have to do that but Native Americans do mm. I might be wrong on that but it's just I know so many Indigenous people who have to try and figure that stuff out and I almost never hear my my you know less melanated friends having that issue at all. Yeah, I, I I haven't heard of too many white people having to do that either. I'll validate that. But thank you so much for calling. We really appreciate it. Always love hearing from yeah, you. Thanks. thanks for the topic. Thank you. All right, we got other callers on the line, folks. This is The Gap. We're talking about inheritance. Um, what things, traits, or habits have you inherited from older people in your life? What do you want to set up for younger folks to inherit from you? Complications to the mm. idea of inheritance. Mm. We're, we're getting some of that. We're getting some whistling on the phone as well. So... Uh, we would love for you to call 503-231-8187. You can also message us on the website. Um, we got another caller. Hi, caller. Can you hear us? We I, Hello. Oh, there Hi. you are. Hi, you're on the air. What do you think about all this, this inheritance business? Can you, can you hear us? All right. I think we might have to go to the next caller. All right, we got another caller on. Hi, caller, can you hear us? We had we had people waiting for a little bit, so so you know if you, if sure. you're if you're sitting on the phone line, we uh, 
we apologize. Oregon, can you hear us? Yes, I have. All right. Hi hey, there. what do you think about all this? I think that's amazing. Uh, that last guy, I'm thinking glad that he like um, took it up to the ninth thing. But the most important, I think, wonderful inheritance is the Pink Floyd thing, questioning authority. That mm. I think people people like you can, um, they call it in Brazil, uh, conscientization, that you could develop the um, the realization to think for yourself. And uh, like we have in Gaza right now, you know, resistance movement and things are really, really, really changing because it's not going to be like same-o, same-o. Because I've got a necklace from my mother. She was um, a child and then the people came from Poland and everything back in the 30s and, and all that kind of thing. It's a, it's a life thing. And, and, she, and so what I'm saying is... Um, but we were humanitarians. We were not Zionists. People to to understand what's going on in the world today and the basic underlying um, thing that's so important. If you're Christian or Muslim, or like me, I'm. Uh, the, for me, the legacy of the law is Nam Yehorengeko, the mystic law, like Tina Turner talking about, to pass on hope. And what is victory based on what are you doing that's good? What are you passing on? How do you get along with other people? How do you give voice? How do you present yourself? So I just want to give one little thing like this. I live way up in the mountains here, and this kid, you know, he's an older guy. When he was um, a teenager, he was walking up Barlow Trail, and a ghost came up to mm. his buddy and said, it's 50-50. And I thought, oh, my gosh, that's great. If anybody asks me anything ever, I can always say, well, it's 50-50. But the 50-50 thing that I've come to notice uh, and studied about is called the embankments of good and evil, that there's not two lands, good and evil. It's not like heaven and hell, somewhere else, somewhere else, somewhere else. It's all now based on mm. how we live our life and how we are able to recognize inside of ourselves the fundamental darkness and the promises for hope and how to pass on the legacy uh, to young people to call it out. So thanks a lot for being open. And, and you know, there are very few um, opportunities on media where people can really express themselves and are not not censored and that you're able to embrace all of this um, huge stuff that's going on that's so important right now. But, yeah, the, the whistles are good. I got a couple <laughs> here or there. The ones that are not are the nasty dog whistles. Mm, right, there you go. Down. Good so way to go. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. We Thank appreciate you. it. Uh, we do. We, we might have time for one more caller. Can I just say on the website, somebody yes. said something that they're inheriting. Uh, perseverance, or as my mother would say, just keep punching the bag. Mm. I like that one. Um, I think we have Steve on the line. Steve, you got, you got about a minute. Steve, Steven? Uh, okay, I inherited this uh, a painting, mm. and uh, I found out it was worth about 2000 and that it had to be restored uh, somewhat. And I just thought, well, I'm just going to keep it. Uh, and then I was over in the Portland Art Museum, and I was looking at these vaults over there that nobody could, nobody sees. But the rich people, and this, and that brother was talking about uh, wealth that's being handed down. Mm -hmm. And there are vaults over there with mm. family names mm. on them with tons of the pictured uh, paintings in there had god knows how much they're worth and they're they're over there so they'll they won't deteriorate because they have all those filtration over there to take out the uh but the, uh, uh, the all the all the bad stuff but uh 
I didn't know that my grand, great great grandfather had a farm on Mount Tabor. I have mm. no idea. I just found out that a little oh, a while back, and then uh, oh yeah, and and oh one of those vaults over there is the Snitzers, and there's a whole bunch of them over there. Right, and, some of and, those family and, names and we see around and, quite a bit. And hey, you know, like they stole all the land, and now they got vaults. Okay. I'm, I'm done. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Well, we appreciate you for calling. we got to wrap things we, up here. We have seconds left on the They're clock. They're kicking us out. Um, but I want to thank everybody who called, who messaged, who listened today. Uh, wonderful conversation about inheritance. Mm. Wonderful to be here with you, Tammy. Likewise. Uh, I'm Althea. Thank you so much, Sherry, for thank helping you, Sherry. us out. Uh, follow us on Instagram at The Gap Radio. We'll be back probably next week, but we're going to discuss. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, take care of each other and yourselves. Happy Friday. And thank you so much, Sherry. We'll see you soon. You're listening to KBOO Portland on 90.7 FM in the Portland area and all over the world at kboo.fm. Hi, this is Melissa Lesniak, the creator and host of That Vegan Show. On That Vegan Show, you will hear in-depth guest interviews on vegan-related topics, such as companion animals, environmentalism, social issues, and food and nutrition. We also learn about specific animals such as possums and rabbits, including their needs and ways to help them. Be sure to tune in to That Vegan Show on the fourth Friday of the month at 11 a.m. right here on KBOO Portland. Hey, KBOO listeners. KBOO cut through the clouds during our end-of-year campaign thanks to support from listeners